Welcome to She's Called and Confident, a podcast dedicated to helping Christian women cultivate inner confidence and make an impact while pursuing their calling. Are you ready to stop living your life on autopilot and giving your time and energy to things that don't satisfy you? You have a burning desire inside of you, and the longer you try to ignore it, the stronger it gets. You know it's time to take action towards your dreams and calling, but you wonder, is this really from God or is it just me? What if I put myself out there and I fail? Or my gosh, what if it works? I'm your host, Yolanda King, a mom, wife, entrepreneur, and empowerment social worker. I'm obsessed with helping you unlock your potential and live out your calling with confidence. Each week, I will share with you behind the scenes of living out your God-given calling, inspiring stories and strategies that help build the life you love. Are you ready? I know you are. Let's do this. We are in the midst of celebrating the best event in history, the birth of Jesus Christ. I love the holiday season and just spending time with family. But also, I know that right around Christmas time or after Christmas time, people start like rushing and setting their goals. And so I wanted to take the opportunity to invite my really good friend, Evelyn Avila, to come and talk to us all about nutrition mindset, all about self-love and really having an intuitive way approaching the nutrition. And so I'm so excited for this podcast episode. Without further ado, here is Evelyn. Okay, so I'm really excited to introduce to you my next guest speaker, Evelyn Avila, aka EV. She is a self-love and nutrition mindset coach. So I actually found her earlier in the year. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I don't even know if I told you how I found you. <laughs> I think you, um, Kara Albaleba, shared something that you must have tagged her in. Um, and then we were part of her, um, some kind of small membership. That's how we ended up connecting. Um, but this girl right here is a ball of energy. She's like, my goodness, she entertains me. She motivates me. She inspires me never to give up on my dreams of, uh, really having a, a beautiful nutrition mindset, um, get, not giving up on my health goals and everything. And so I'm so excited to um, talk to her today. Evie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here and to just chat with you and share everything I can. <laughs> and oh my God, I can't believe that that's how you found me. Like I had no idea. I love that. <laughs> love it. Okay. So I want to start off with a fun question. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Okay, what do you feel is your superpower and why? Ooh, my superpower. I guess I would say the first thing that just popped into my mind was finding the silver lining in situations because I feel like that's kind of just something I've always done and it has always come in handy in hard situations in, in life because it's really easy to spiral into negative thoughts and to negative places when life throws you curveballs. But when you're able to find that silver lining, I feel like you really do grow through what you go through. And so I'm interested to know, like, how did you even get here into, into the health and wellness space? How did God bring you here? Oh, yes. Oh, I love that question. It's so funny because 
when I think back, it, it's so crazy. I feel so far from who I was when I got started, but it started with a breakup. <laughs> you know, I was 24 years old. I'm 33 now. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's been such a long journey. But honestly, it started with that breakup. I feel like that was really the pivotal moment where I realized I had lost myself. I had lost who I was. I had given so much into a toxic six-year relationship with someone who was emotionally abusive that I didn't even know myself anymore. I didn't know, like, I had been so consumed with we that I forgot about me. And I didn't know what I wanted out of life anymore. And I didn't know how to handle life without that person anymore. So I was devastated. I was depressed. And then I realized I had a choice. I was just like, I can either sit here and continue to be depressed. I was just like, how can I find the blessings in this? Like, how can I grow from it? First, it started with, I just want to get my revenge body. You know, we go to vanity. Like, I was like, no, I'm going to make him want me and wish he could have me back. You know, like the ego takes over and those thoughts, you know. And then as I was doing it, I kept like failing and failing and it, it just never stuck. And then I was like, this isn't working. What do I need to do? What do I need to change? And then I was like, what if I just focused on loving myself? Like instead of like focusing on making it about him and like wanting him to like getting that revenge body, you know, like what if I focus on me and what brings me joy and brings me happiness and getting to know myself again? Like, and then I started thinking about like, this is my moment to date myself, you know, like to get to know like how I, who I am and what I want out of life and specifically my health and fitness because I had gained 55, almost 60 pounds. I really did feel uncomfortable. And that's where it all started. It was just me wanting to get to know myself, wanting to feel confident in my own skin and to just love myself inside and out. COVID happened this year. And I know for a fact, a lot of people packed on a little bit of weight that they didn't wish they had, but you know, we were all at home. And so going into the holiday season, I know it. People are probably like, okay, like I'm ready to get back into the band, like health and fitness bandwagon, ready to reclaim my life. So do you have any tips of going into the holiday season of how to just release the pressure? Yes. So one thing I want to say, preface this with, is don't feel bad for being that person who decides to take take reclaim their life at a new year. Because I did that. I still remember the day it was when I officially started coaching, it was December 29th, 2015. I decided that I was going to go all in. I was going to make like that was going to be it. And I feel like there's something beautiful in giving yourself the opportunity. I don't think you have to like necessarily do it at a new year, you know, but I will never be that person who rolls my eyes at someone who decides to do it in the new year because who am I to judge <laughs> Like when, you know, in the end, it's God's timing. It's not your timing or my timing. Like I will never, I will always be there and clap for someone. So I just wanted to say that because I feel like there's so many memes and they bother me so much. <laughs> I was about to say that, you know, I'm so happy that you pointed that out because I, I'm not about to haterate on that parade of 
new year, new me, because I kind of like that cheesiness. I'm like, I like the motivation and starting over brand new year goals. And honestly, I support anybody who is in that, like, okay, this is going to be the best year of my life. This is going to be the best healthier. Yes. possible. Yes. It's just setting an intention. I feel like it's such a great way to set an intention. Like I do it every year, even within my own journey, each year is a new chapter in that journey and I reclaim it. And I, I set an intention and each year I pick a word. So holiday tips, it's first things first. I actually just shared about this on my Instagram. So it's fresh on my mind. I am really excited. It's number one, before you can move on to any future chapter, you have to forgive the old chapter. You have to give yourself grace and you have to forgive yourself for any mistakes or any, even not even mistakes, those high unrealistic expectations you probably had for yourself because we all do it. We all put insane amounts of pressure. And I feel like with the pandemic, with everything happening, we were honestly caught off guard and... I want to pause momentarily to invite you to an exclusive VIP event, my vision board party happening on January 2nd at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Trust me, friend, this is an event you want to go. I'm revealing my method in goal setting. I'm also diving into how to make your vision a reality in the new year. 2021 could be your best year yet, and I don't want you to miss this exciting event happening January 2nd. You can visit www.shescalledandconfident.com forward slash vision board or visit the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. Nobody knows how to make it through a pandemic. Like there is no right way to like, like if someone wrote a book on the last pandemic, well, I don't know where it's at because I never read that book and I've never heard of that book because the truth is that no one that we know has made it through a pandemic. So we're all just doing our best with everything being thrown at us left and right. So first of all, forgive yourself for anything that you feel any judgment that you have towards yourself, because in the end, you were just doing your best with the resources, the information, the tools, the emotions that you had going on. So forgive yourself first. I want you to really think about, you know, I feel like 2020 post and like with the pandemic, like I feel like it really has given us an opportunity to zero into what truly matters to you. Like what really matters with your health and fitness? I don't want you to think about having a hot body. I want you to think about how do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? How do you want to feel when someone needs something from you? And what do you want your first thought to be? Oh, they're like calling my name. Or do you want to be like, heck yes, I poured into my cup. I feel amazing. I've been like fueling myself. I've been fueling my body, fueling my spirit, fueling everything. And I am so ready for what this day has for me. So I want you to think about like what you truly value. My approach will always be really reevaluate what your relationship is with your food. And if that isn't working, if it's not, if you think about your relationship with food and you don't feel happy, positive, excited, then that's something you need to work on. Because I realized that I felt like it was a constant battle. And once I decided to work on that and heal that in like, my results just came. (laughs) Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Relationship with food. I hear there's a lot of emotional eating. 
um, mm-hmm. when you have like maybe some kind of anxiety nerves that you don't even know that you have, like silencing it by eating. Yes. I mean, the sugar crave. And I know that, you know, you're all about a positive nutrition mindset, but when you become aware that you're doing it, how do you like overcome that? I love that question because I feel it's so important. So first things first is knowing what your relationship with food is. Like, what is it? How is it? Like, where does it stem from? Like, what kind of beliefs did you hear growing up that stuck with you? Because those are not your beliefs. Those are borrowed beliefs. Like, I don't know about you. I have a Latina mom. And my mom was like, oh, azucar la gota, la gota gorda, porque... <laughs> You know, like it's time to sweat off everything we ate because we, you know, and it's this idea of you have to undo everything you ate when the truth is we don't have to undo what we eat. We need to eat to fuel ourselves, to fuel our body, to feel good. Like it starts with really realizing where your mindset is with your nutrition. Is it a positive relationship? Because it's a relationship. You and food are a relationship. You need it. You need it for fuel. You need it. You're going to have to deal with it the rest of your life and you decide if it's a positive relationship or a constant battle and second of all emotional eating is how we we have learned to cope with the bottled up emotions that we did not learn a healthy way to manifest you know into our lives or process so i had to have a much different like approach to to food and alcohol. And then, you know, just like we use alcohol to cope with things, we use food as well. How many times haven't you been stressed out and you go for the chips or you go for the cookie or you say, this is going to make me feel better. And you eat like 10 and you don't feel better. You're just like, I feel even worse. Like not only do I feel terrible because of X, Y, and Z, I ate 10 cookies and I feel even worse. So it's just like, it's satisfying to your palate in the moment, but it actually isn't doing anything for your body. Like if you don't feel full after you eat 10 cookies, you just feel gross. (laughs) Or like, I know that I struggled with binge eating for a very long time. And honestly, some of the ways that I coped with my emotions was through binge eating. I like, and when I was in that toxic relationship, that's why I gained so much weight because I was bottling up all of the toxicity, all of the arguments, all of the the words I bit to for the sake of the relationship, for the sake of staying together, for the sake of holding on. And it wasn't working. And it, it manifested in my body because my way of coping through hard things was to go eat, was to go drink, was to go do things that just didn't serve me in my life and didn't take me in a positive route. So if you are someone who uses food to cope, I first things first is you need to under like you need to learn to understand your body. You need to learn to identify if you're hungry or if you're craving things. They're two different things. Like when you are hungry, it's a gradual just kind of build up of like, oh my God, I'm getting hungry. Like I'm feeling depleted. It's time to to fuel this beautiful vessel of mine, you know? But if you are eating to cope with emotions, it's quick. It's like, I just need a cookie. I just want like, you know, and that's where you understand the difference between a craving or like a need for an emotional binge and actual hunger. So first you got to identify what is your your body feeling. And then second, I know this sounds so simple, but drink water. Water calms your hunger pangs 
so much. It literally settles in your stomach. You feel a heavy weight, which makes you stop and actually say like, whoa, whoa, like I wasn't actually hungry. Like I was just like, that was just a craving. That was just a result of the emotions I was feeling. And you just start to feel satiated. You start, you feel peace. You feel, and I can speak from experience because I started doing this. Anytime I start feeling an emotional like craving or a binge wanting to come on, I will start drinking water and then I'll realize like, oh no, that's that wasn't what I thought it was. It's actually, you know, a craving. And then after that, like once you've calmed yourself down, you're able to really think through it and you ask yourself like, what does my body need right now? So you've already asked yourself, am I hungry or is this a craving? If you're actually hungry, it's not exactly time for your next meal, but you could use a snack. Then I recommend doing a veg, a veggies, fiber filled carb, which is a, a complex carb, you know, something that is going to actually fuel your body, not just your body's going to burn it up quick, um, like an apple or an orange or some quinoa or brown rice and the protein. So start with the veggie, head on over to the protein. By the time you get to the carb, you're probably going to be like, oh my God, I'm full. <laughs> like I wasn't. And it, it's about being mindful and just slowing down. And I feel like we're such, we're in such a hurry. We're in such a rush. We don't give ourselves the time to really understand what's happening in our body and our spirit and in our mind. So this is going to take practice. It's not something that you're going to be able to do right away because like with anything that you want to master, it's going to take time it's gonna take patience and trial and error because there's gonna be a time where like you already ate the cookie and then you're like oh shoot i should have drank water because <laughs> i've done it believe me but it's just about being super patient and loving with yourself you treat yourself as you would your daughter your best friend your sister because honestly if you can't be your own best friend then we need to talk <laughs> we need to have a conversation about treating yourself a whole lot better especially during this pandemic because it has been trying on all of us. So interesting. So that's crazy how you like made the distinction between like a, a crave, like, okay, you're gradually getting hungry. And then that emotional, like, I need like Oreo and milk right now. Yeah. <laughs> that was my go-to too. <laughs> Oreos are my, my favorite cookie. <laughs> so that's the first thing that I popped right. in my head. <laughs> so, and I love that. And then to backtrack a little bit, you had said something that I caught. It's like bottled emotions. Slowing down, we need to identify what we're feeling. Yes. There's no going around that. And that not only affects our nutrition and what we put in our in our bodies and our vessels and our temples, mm -hmm. but like it could trickle down to a lot of different things, diseases, uh, mm -hmm. mental health. And so I love that how you pointed that out. I want to start talking about setting goals, given the fact mm -hmm. that the new year is just right around the corner and we're approaching the holidays. And I know a lot of us are on that mindset of, of setting those ambitious health and wellness goals. And so how would you approach this? Okay, so I'm going to circle back to what do you value most? It's going to come back to this because I have made a gajillion different vision boards. <laughs> and a gajillion different intentions, but it comes down to what do you value in this season of life? You need to be intentional about what matters. If you are someone who desperately needs to work on her health and fitness, but decides all of a sudden that, you know, your priority is to redecorate your house, like, no, you really need to focus on what is truly important in this season of life. 
like for a while for me my physical environment was a huge stressor because I was not happy with it and same thing and it actually went into my health and fitness because I spend a lot of time in this room like you can see my equipment right there <laughs> you know I spend so much time in my room and or my bedroom especially when I was working from home during the pandemic I was just like I'm just not happy and it and it all ties in so making a fitness goal along with an environmental goal worked for me in this season of life so but if you know you are busy as heck and you do not have time to like make both of them a priority then you need to really evaluate what's value of value and what and be intentional about what really matters in this season so you need to look at your season of life we need to be very realistic however you do still need to challenge yourself out of your comfort zone because you're not going to grow if you don't step out of your comfort zone. So it's trying to find that balance of challenging yourself, but still being realistic with your lifestyle and your season of life. If your financial stability or you know you just got diagnosed with something or you know that your mental health is not well, like those, all those things are interconnected. And I, like I, as a coach, always want to know about these things because they make a huge difference. And you as the person setting these goals need to be self-aware enough to say, you know what, my finances really need help this year. You know, so along with my health and my fitness, I'm going to make sure I budget so that I'm not stressed out about making sure I can afford healthy foods or making sure I can afford these supplements that I know make me feel good. Or I can, you know, make sure that I have enough play money or whatever it is that works. Also your spirit, like, you know, I love the Lord. I make sure that this is something I do every single morning. First things first, I do my gratitude list. I pray, I read, like right now I'm, just, I'm reading 100 Days to Brave. And that, like, honestly, my fitness journey felt so empty until I received Jesus. I re-received Jesus. I reconnected with the Lord because it was for so long, I was just so focused on my mindset and my body, but my spirit was broken. I had so much healing to do and it affected my nutrition. It affected my, my nutrition mindset. There was no way I could have a positive nutrition mindset when that was my coping mechanism for all the things that were broken in here. And I hadn't, you know, given over to the Lord. So like those parts, like I always focus on spirit, mindset, your fitness, your finances, and your physical environment. Those five things are things you like that. Like if you have to make goals, make sure that they belong in those areas so that they help the whole human being. They help the whole person as a whole. So there you have it. Definitely Evie's way of approaching goal setting and yeah. having in mind that you want to get healthier, that you want to live a healthy lifestyle. And I love how you incorporated, you said that you were kind of like going on your health journey. You felt so empty without adding that soul piece, that Jesus piece. It's like partnering with God uh, with weight loss. You can't go wrong. Let's talk about fad diets. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get your uh, take on that. And so I want to get your perspective on fad diets because there's so many buzz words. There's so many buzz diets. And I want to talk about it because me and you, like I've worked with you and it's been a few months already. And this new program that we're doing, well, it's not new, but it's new for me. It's completely, <laughs> like it transformed your mindset in the way you approach food. So I do want to talk about fad diets, but then I want you to introduce this way of living with our nutrition. 
Yes, definitely. So I help women with their nutrition mindset. And what that means is I will hook you up with this amazing mindset program or course that's self-paced, which I love because I feel like we're all so busy. Like who has time to like have to go to a class and like we have so much, so much going on that it's self-paced and it works around your busy schedule and it's a web-based program. And the creator of this program, Ilana Molstein, she's a registered dietitian and nutritionist, which I love because I mean, she has so many years of nutrition information that she built into this program that she uses in her private practice, you know, and she created this program so that it's accessible to everyone. I feel so glad that I stumbled on it finally and I finally surrendered to it because I'm not going to act like I was perfect and I, I it was the first time I saw it and I followed it to a T like no I am rebellious by nature I don't like people telling me what to do that is my nature I'm just like no I'm gonna figure it out my way and I tried it the first time and it did not work I went back to something that I thought was working and then I realized like no I like that so much better like what like no I'm gonna go back to that so then I got my diagnosis for rheumatoid arthritis and I realized that's what that's when I had that aha moment where I was like, this isn't working. And I have this rheumatoid arthritis diagnosis. I realized like, and they told me, you have to drop the excess weight on your body. You need to let it go. I don't have kids yet. I'm not married. And they told me like, if you want to have, you know, good pregnancies and you want to be able to move your body by the time you're a six-year-old woman, you need to drop this weight. And then that it was a wake up call, you know, within my journey, like I was already a few years in, I had already dropped some weight, but I was like, I need to get extra serious now. So I went back to this way of, of eating and I realized that this is the change that needed to happen. The nutrition, the relationship with food, the not feeling like you're in a constant battle with your food choices, but actually having guidelines and being intuitive about what is or is not working with your body and going back to the fads you know i feel like so many of these quote unquote diets just focus on weight loss so that you can get skinny but no one is talking about whether or not they're going to make you healthy whether or not they're going to help you show up vibrant and excited and because your nutrition and your weight loss affects your mental health too so are these foods that you're eating are they whole foods are they or are they processed and have all these chemicals that sure they fit in your quote unquote macros they shirt in your calorie and your points and everything but are they fueling your body and helping your brain and your organs and everything show up as the best you know at or or work at its best potential like i don't think so it's not if anything it's harming you it's it's and energetically it affects you these chemicals like your body is a huge chemistry experience experiment that's how i think of this that's how i think of my approach to my nutrition my body is a huge chemistry experiment and our foods are chemicals so we have chemicals that either serve us or do not serve us and when you add the nutrient dense foods it is serving your body it's going to create the right chemical reactions to create a high functioning person and when you choose the other foods the not nutrient dense foods or i like to call them silly Alana calls them silly treats i love that she said that the the nutritionist and I, like anytime I have a silly treat, I don't feel bad because I don't want to feel bad around my food. I don't feel bad around my food anymore. I have a positive nutrition mindset. So I have a silly treat 
I do have one every single week and I enjoy the heck out of it. And then I move on with my life, you know? But the truth is that when I have these silly treats, my body has a negative chemical reaction to it because it's chemistry. It's it's body chemistry. Your body is going to react to the foods that you fuel it with. So sure, I love me some Oreos and I will have them, but my skin like three days later is going to show me like, girl, we had Oreos, didn't we? <laughs> or we had some milk. Like, you know, dairy is not your friend. <laughs> so it's just about accepting that when you have these foods, there will be consequences. Want you to think of diets as How is this really going to help my body? Anytime you think of, you see a new diet or a new trend, I want you to really think, is this really going to help me one year from now, two years from now, five years from now, 20 years? Is it sustainable? Is it something that you're actually going to be happy doing the rest of your life? Like, think of this as like, that's it. Like, is this the approach that's going to help me live a happy and healthy life from this moment forward? Because when I asked myself that question with this particular program, I said, yes. I was like, actually, yes, because it's it's easy to eat out, you know, when you're out and about. So with this particular program, you use something called the plated method. So you know how your plate is supposed to look at each and every single meal. So no matter where you are, you will always know what should be on your plate. Now, are you always going to have access to like half of a plate full of vegetables? Probably not. But more often than not, you're going to be cooking your own meals or at least making sure that you have the foods that you need stocked in your fridge. Because not everyone likes to cook. I like to cook. I love cooking. But I have a lot of clients that don't like it. So I always like recommend the salad kits. Salad kits are the best thing ever. Like if you ever don't know how to make a good salad, buy yourself a salad kit water down the the dressing because you can still have the dressing just water it down a bit you know have half of the dressing water it down a bit and you could still have a yummy like alana calls a sexy salad because i feel like my salads were so unsexy before like they were like iceberg lettuce with like a crouton (laughs) like i hated i hated vegetables and this is veggies most so you start to learn how to like love the foods that actually fuel your body, like vegetables and fiber-filled carb as as opposed to like an MD carb, which is like a white rice or a processed, you know, carb. Now I know which foods actually work with my body and which ones actually make me feel good. So you start choosing foods that make you feel good instead of just how they, by how they taste. Awesome. So New Year's coming up. Do you have anything like a challenge or anything coming up that listeners (laughs) could be like, you know what? I'm all in. I'm ready to do this. Yes. Thank you so much for asking that. I actually do. So 2021, I am really going to be working on, of course, nutrition mindset, but actually helping you set up with the daily habits. Cause I feel it's important to have goals that align with your value, but if you don't have a system that is really going to help you prepare for success, then you are, it's going to be really hard to implement these healthy habits. I am an advocate, a huge advocate for a high vibe morning routine. And that's going to look different for everybody, right? Like I am a high vibe person. I dance in the morning. I like, obviously I do my grounding stuff first. I pray and I do my gratitude list and everything. But after that, I am doing my pre-workout and I am getting a little, my little boogie on. And then I get, I get a workout in. And that to me has made all the difference in the world. Like it helps. I get excited to wake up 
and do this routine every single day. So I'm going to be sharing how to create a high vibe morning routine along with a positive nutrition mindset. And you're going to feel so good after that and so confident in your food choices. You're not even going to know, like you're not even going to want to look back at what your life used to be. Because I think back at what my mornings were like before this scene and they were so chaotic. They were like, I was just always trying to play catch up with my day. And now I feel like I'm ready for my day. And that, I feel like that has been the big shift and that's what's helped me like build a business and help women with their nutrition mindset. Cause I also have a full-time job on top of coaching. So just like knowing that I have to fill my cup and be available too. like, I practice what I preach every day. I do my high vibe morning routine. And along with that, I set intentions for my nutrition. And that makes a huge difference because if you don't start your day with positive intentions, it's really hard to make positive choices throughout your day. I couldn't agree more. I'm a big advocate for the morning routines. They have literally drastically changed my life, changed the results in a lot of different areas of my life. I love that. So Evie, where can the listeners find you? Where do you like to hang out? I am Instagram. I am an Instagram friendly girl. Like I have tried all the other socials and Instagram is where I'm at. I'm at, at welcome to Evieland, uh, E-V-Y-L-A-N-D. And it, like I am there 24 <laughs> seven and you can find me there doing my pre-workout dance parties and sharing nutrition tips, mindset tips. And cause it all just interconnects. And I, I love, love chatting with new women and helping them get started. Love it. All right. So you know where to find her and I hope to see you in one of the challenges that she will be hosting soon. Yes, I hope so too. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun.